Thank you for joining me on the Cauliflower Chronicles podcast. Apologies that it's been so long since I last put a cast together. I think it's been something like six or seven weeks now. I never intended it to be that long a break. I um, had one or two things going on, which I'll detail in in good time. They were were all positive things. It was just things like work being very, very busy, my, my day job being very busy. I managed to get an impromptu trip over to Canada for a relative's birthday. So that was very nice as well. And just generally getting back in the flow of having regular classes, my jujitsu sessions that I set up as LSBJJ, which is going to be the main kind of focus of today's talk, really, and just going through how that's gone and the kind of reasons that I've set that up. So it's all been very, very positive and very good, but uh, it just means that, of course, one thing led to another. And when I was planning on doing stuff, something else would come up and I just almost fell out of the habit of putting recordings together. But hopefully I'm going to be back to a little bit more of a regular kind of schedule of things now. Today's just going to be me. I'm on my own, giving a little bit of a a monologue is that the right word for it yeah so I'm just going to be just going to be myself talking today so you can just get used to my dulcet tones once again I have been doing a little bit of work over the last couple of weeks in terms of starting to set up some more interviews with people and I'm really looking forward to doing some more of those but otherwise today was just a case of getting myself back into the habit of things and uh, also just getting you ladies and gentlemen back used to the idea of listening to my voice once again so Thank you for joining me. I think this is episode, uh, I'm going to guess, at 17. It might be wrong. I'll probably edit that at some point once I've double-checked. But um, thank you for joining me. So, yes, here we are, back again at the Cauliflower Chronicles podcast. Um, I believe that the last episode I put together was my second chat with Mr Nathan Leverton um, which was an absolute pleasure I always love talking to people and in particular I I really like talking to Nathan good friend of mine good chance to have a catch up and it's uh, really good to get his kind of insight on things that I really have no clue about and uh, I think that was really really obvious with the uh, topic that we had last time in terms of talking about films because I know very very little about films and uh, he was able to really give me some some good insight into things and, and help me realise some things that I really should know and some films that I should have seen. And uh, you know, it's really helped to update my, my watch list on uh, Netflix and, and different pieces. So it uh, be good to have him on, on again at some point. Uh, but as I say, today is just going to be myself chatting just to go through some kind of things that have happened in terms of setting up my classes and what I kind of intend for LSBJJ, the kind of name that I've given to the sessions I've been running. Kind of go through some of the reasons why that I've done that, what my intention is with it, and talk a little bit about how the kind of classes have been and how I want to sort of structure things in how I'm teaching and and that sort of stuff. Um, I'm going to also hopefully arrange a few more interviews soon. Um, I have been doing some work over the last few weeks in terms of just setting the the real kind of bare bones out as for people who I will be having a chat to. So I'm going to be having a chat uh, in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, with a poet, um, a gentleman who's uh, very, very scholarly and knows far more than me about, well, anything. Um, I'm also hopeful to have a chat with uh, someone who's, again, a very uh, prominent name in, in 
terms of martial arts, and that'll be a real, real nice one for me if that does come off. Um, because as I said, a little old channel like me having someone like that would be really, really nice again, just to to help keep it interesting. And I'm also hopeful, hopeful to have some. Uh, more previous guests on as well in particular um, some of the chaps who I have just come away from seeing in Canada over at Dark Horse Martial Arts because I'd really like to get their kind of um, input in uh, of a form of class which I saw them delivering while I was visiting and I've not seen that sort of setup before I'm sure there are people that have been doing it and stuff but it was just really interesting for me to to come across that firsthand and uh, really experience that from for myself um, I don't want to claim that that's my idea or anything so it would be great to go through that with at least one of the the training um providers from that particular club on board then so you'll have to wait to uh, find out exactly what that is but um, needless to say it's a really interesting concept in how to learn and how to deliver martial arts classes that said um, the main sort of focus today is talking about my recent classes that I've set up um, and the kind of rationale behind them and what I want to do with sessions so yes LSBJJ is live um, they are well, I say they're my classes. They are mine and a good friend Sean's classes. Uh, Sean is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt. And uh, I've known him for a long time now. We've trained for a long period of time. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to be able to say that he's also a friend off of the mat as well. So I would say that I know him very, very well. Um, let's say we're both of the same sort of mindset in terms of how we run classes and what we want to do with things. So it was... Uh, kind of a mutually beneficial for us to do this together and uh, of course as with any kind of pairing we have different uh, different skill sets if you like in terms of what we kind of bring to the table and I think that Sean and I work well in terms of uh, kind of bouncing off and e- off of each other for ideas and, and things like that um, the kind of main premise of having LSBJJ came about because I wanted to not only give Sean a kind of more professional outlook, but also myself. Um, at the time of doing the majority of these podcasts, I had been teaching and I've have been teaching for a long period of time, um, but I was teaching at multiple venues. I was doing regular classes. I was doing seminars. I was doing private, you know, kind of one-to-ones with people in their garage and whatever kind of gym space that we could hire out. And I was also doing uh, sessions in terms of like self-defense workshops and things for uh, teachers and uh, kind of different groups and, and things like that. So I was doing lots and lots of different things, spinning lots and lots of different plates. But I wanted to kind of formalize things a little bit. I wanted to have a little bit more of a, a professional outlook to not just me, but just the, the general sort of product that I was offering out. You know, if I'm turning up at, say, Leicester Shoot Fighters in order to deliver a seminar, as I've been lucky enough to do on a couple of occasions over the last few years, what had been happening since uh, my kind of move away from any main um, jiu-jitsu organisation was that I was turning up just me. You know, Nathan was obviously kind enough to, to invite me and so on, but ultimately there wasn't much that I was 
kind of bringing as a professional image to the table in insofar as that it was just, well, Luke used to train with us. He then trained in London and uh, here he is. Oh, he works in a hospital during the day um, and then he teaches at this place and this place, but that's just because they have him along as a, as a kind of guest. He's not really, uh, you know, integral in the, in the setup of those sessions or anything like that or how they run. So, you know, it was just a case for me to, let's say, put a, a bit more formality to that. Similarly, with the regular classes that I was running at the time as well, there was uh, another, I was going to say another strain of jiu-jitsu. That's not the right way of putting it, is it? But there were other classes running at the same time that were of more of a, a self-defense nature. They were focused a lot more of a, uh, a syllabus-type program as well. And that was not something that I was going to be a part of. It was always going to be something that I delivered my own classes. And so in order to make that a bit more just complete and a bit more professional looking I wanted to have something that was a little bit more formalized in the sense of people being able to say oh look that's you know this particular class that's this particular session that's this particular kind of again I'm going to use the word strain I like copying words don't I but a particular strain of jiu-jitsu and again just to make a, a bit more of a product of things really and also in the same vein as when I was going out to um, schools and things in order to do these self, self-defence self and kind of self-protection workshops, also doing things around just the whole kind of psychology of, um, you know, being in an altercation and how that affects your adrenal dumping and that sort of stuff. Any sort of presentation I was doing like that, to be able to have an actual kind of logo and a little bit of a background in terms of a formal, you know, brand, if you like, was just going to give me a little bit more of a a professional sort of look and everything so that's what I that's what I wanted to do with it the kind of idea was also to push me a little bit in the sense of well you know I'm now representing something a lot more professional um doing stuff with Sean has also meant that I'm also worried about his reputation in terms of things that I do um I'm worried about his reputation actually no you you've heard him on this podcast I don't think either of us are worried about our reputations to be honest um but there you go there, there is a little bit of that I you know still going to be there just you do something with someone you want to make it a success for them as well right you want to make sure that it's uh, you know worth worth their time as much as yours so that that's part of it uh, the kind of name is fairly obvious in some senses, but probably not in others. Um, I never wanted to have Luke Spencer Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, really. Um, I I don't really like that when when I hear names that are you know the person's name. I I, I never think that's the the best way of doing stuff. I just I just find it a bit cheesy. I just find it a bit corny. I don't know. It's just not just not for me. Um, so of course I wanted it to be something recognisable to me, but not necessarily using my 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 name. So LS of course my initials. Um, so that's that's that. There's also the link to uh, of course myself and Sean being a partnership, Luke and Sean, which I, I like that kind of subtlety of things. But also the thinking behind it was that there was also a little bit of a nod to my origins and where I started at good old Leicester Shoot Fighters. Um, so that LS idea, not not tying into just my name, but also ties into those you know those kind of elements of things as well. Um, yeah, so it's just a little bit more of a kind of a general sort of nod to the kind of support that I have and have had on the way to uh, to get into these things. I suppose I didn't really want. BJJ extended out to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for anything either, just because I feel like I can encapsulate other things into a a BJJ format, 
better than a specific Brazilian jiu-jitsu one. Um, I know that's a very trivial kind of difference to look out at, but um, that's one I'm sticking with. So that's that's that's, that's what we're going with. Um, that, yeah, so that's the kind of you know, basis of where we are. We've been doing really well, actually, over the last couple of weeks. We've um, got a couple of um, different sites that we're running LSBJJ classes out of at the moment. We've got a set which is in partnership with a group called Western Oriental Fighting Arts, which is run by a friend of mine, Robbie. And they do more along the lines of a kind of a a traditional, uh, I say traditional, again, that's not the right way of putting it. Um, But, um, you know, traditional, like, in the sense of, you know, uh, like the... I don't even know why I said traditional. It doesn't even make sense to me to have said that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it just uh, Filipino martial arts is what they, they do more folks on. So they do more along the lines of Kali. Um, they do stick and knife work and uh, I say just hand trapping and stuff like that. But that's their kind of main base, if you will. And um, myself and Sean have gone along as a means of just adding a little bit of kind of additional stuff to their timetable um so we're teaching uh, before their carly session on a monday evening in pitsy in essex and we're also doing a session on a thursday which is in canvey uh, canvey island and that is a kind of standalone it's just us that, that use the space at, at that at that uh, particular center uh, for brazilian jiu-jitsu purposes and uh, again, the, both classes have been have been well attended, uh, mainly on the Monday through the Carly guys that have been interested in doing some more groundwork. And then Thursday, we have had a bit of a mix of people coming in terms of old um, old friends from other academies who've dipped in to say hello and show a little bit of support. So thank you for that, guys. Of course, you you know I don't want to name you all out, but you know thank you for for, for doing that. Thank you for showing your support. And um, we've had a cool group of kind of new starters as well, three or four guys who've been coming you know, really regularly, and um, they're do, you know they're they're coming along really nicely. So that's that's really good to see. Um, of course, if you new guys are listening into this as well, then thank you, thank you for for coming along and um, you know listening to our ramblings. Uh, the kind of format is uh, say doing well enough that hopefully we're going to set up another session soon as well. Um, I think having three sessions a week will probably be a kind of peak for at least the time being certainly until the new year um just because again people are i think still a little bit labored in terms of getting back to normal after well say after we're still involved in covid of course but you know with the kind of slowdown of things because of covid i think it will take a little while for things to get a little bit busier again so probably be in the new year when we'll kind of do a next sort of vamp on things if you like or try to ramp there you go ramp not vamp that's the wrong word um but you know try and ramp things up a little bit further then but in the meantime let's say two three sessions a week are doing quite well uh, i'm hopeful to restart some uh, seminar sessions soon as well not just uh with leicester shoot fighters but also with other places that i want to do um as a means of let's say just reaching out to push myself a little bit more as well and kind of um, really get a bit more exposure on the kind of jiu-jitsu scene once again as well as getting back to competing and taking guys to competition as well uh, a couple of my uh, private guys that I train have mentioned that they want to kind of go forwards with competitions and things so that would be nice to kind of you know take them and uh, hopefully let's say just get back out on the scene and get get you know to uh, talking to people again and get to see see people and um, get out there a little bit more 
So that's kind of it. That's where we are in terms of LSBJJ. I think that, like I say, it's something that I've been meaning to do for a while, but I've not really kind of had the drive almost to push myself and kind of get my own classes running. But I've been teaching for a long time. I've mentioned on this podcast before that I've been frequently teaching classes since I was a purple belt and um, not just within Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but also having done lots of personal training and gym instructing, that sort of thing. I'm very used to, you know, standing in front of a group of people and asking them to perform a certain set of movements or try to learn a certain set of movements or at least, you know, make people fitter and a little bit stronger. So it's something that I've, let's say, been comfortable with for a long time and it's something that probably about time that I uh, got into the habit of doing in a more professional manner. I think it's also important to say what I want LSBJJ to represent and what I want it to highlight. Um... Over the kind of course of my martial arts journey, I've experienced a lot of kind of different affiliations to to groups and kind of you know networks and different kind of class structures and things like that. And they've they've all had their pros and cons. Um, you know, there's been certain things that I've kind of really enjoyed from one particular kind of group. There's been certain things that I haven't really enjoyed. And, you know, I've made my opinions known to some people about things that I do and particularly don't enjoy, but I'm not going to go into a huge amount of kind of detail on this podcast. Or perhaps I should. Perhaps I should go into detail. Um, no, maybe not. Maybe maybe that'll uh, send the, send the you know, vultures after me. Um, but needless to say, I wanted to avoid certain things in terms of having my own classes. And one of those things was the idea that, you know... I, kind of people training belong to a certain team um you know i i certainly never want that for me i certainly never want anyone training at my classes to think oh well you know i'm now under luke and uh, i can't visit anywhere else i can't go and train at this club or that club i um i never want that to be the case i want anyone who trains with me to be able to train anywhere they want i certainly want anyone who trains elsewhere to feel comfortable enough to come and train with me and and, and with Sean, of course um, you know, I want that kind of appeal back to the point what martial arts, I think, used to be in the sense that it kind of really was just something that was for the individual. Um, it was something that people did to kind of make themselves better, better combatants, better kind of physical specimens, fitter, healthier, that sort of thing, and kind of work on their, their overall well-being and just de-stress, that sort of stuff. All of those kind of key things that people will have their own reasons to train for. Taking it back to that being the focus, but not having to feel that they, in essence, belong to any kind of group that they're training with. I'm sure that at least, you know, some of you will know people in martial arts and in, of course, my experience predominantly in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, where there's a feeling that if you train with one particular individual, that you cannot train with another, or that at least if you do, then you should keep that secret. I, I, I don't see merit in that I don't see the sense in that I I get that you know some people kind of had the argument before that people cross training um often referred to as creonches by by some um which I've been called on many occasions uh, <laughs> that's that's by the by um you know people saying that you know cross training is bad because it's going to give up you know a particular technique it's going to you know allow a rival school to learn someone's uh, you know kind of counters or particular techniques uh, other people have kind of made points that, well, 
you know, cross training will show a, a disrespect to your professor who kind of puts in all this work in terms of putting stuff together for you and stuff. And you should show a bit more loyalty to your team and, and that sort of stuff. And, and I get that. And I, I do understand that there is merit in that for some people. But for me, I'd like to say, I don't, I don't want that to be an appeal for LSBJJ. Um, even though while, while we're thinking of that, the, the kind of way that the classes are done is that I don't have um, the guys line up. I don't have, um, you know, myself or Sean at the front and then everyone bows as a, you know, as a, a, a line you know, behind or in front of us or anything like that. Um, we do a little bow at the start. We do that in a circle um, as a, a kind of a reflection that everyone is equal. Um, we do it as a, a sign of respect for everybody, not, you know, just in the sense that, you know, oh, well, this is our instructor or anything like that. Um, I've asked the guys to refer to either myself and Sean as either our names or just as coach. Um, certainly not for me as professor. I don't like that name. Um, I don't like the idea either that's put across that, well, you know, you spend the same amount of time learning to uh, do jiu-jitsu as you do to, you know, get a doctorate and things like that. And that's why, you know, there should be a certain level of respect. <laughs> you know, my, I, I can speak from some uh, some experience here in that my wife is a doctor um, and I can tell you she put a hell of a lot more work into getting her, you know, her um, qualifications in order to be a, a qualified doctor than uh, I did in order to uh, to get my Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I, I put in work. And uh, I put in some sweat and I put in some some broken bones and a lot of tears, but um, I don't think it kind of equates to to, to much the same. Um, so I think it needs to uh, kind of sit on its own in that sense. So, yeah, that's um, kind of a big thing. That was another thing with the LSB JJ being in a circle as well was to represent that kind of uh, encapsulation that everyone is all, all, all the same. I must also point out that um, the LSBJJ logo, if you haven't seen it already, it's on my Instagram account, Jitsboy, um, is absolutely brilliant. I, I really love it. And I want to give a little shout out to Ryan Ellis Design for coming up with a really brilliant logo. Um, I, I had something completely different in mind um, when it all started. And uh, I gave Ryan this you know, mishmash of ideas and colours and different bits and he went away for a week or two and he came back and he said, uh, Luke, what about this? And it was like, yeah, that's that's a heck of a lot better. Uh, so thank, thank you for that, Ryan. Um, yeah, you, you made sense of, uh, of my ramblings and uh, come up with a really brilliant product. So uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, anyone that needs a logo or any kind of design work done, I highly recommend Ryan because he's very, very efficient. And uh, again, I believe that he uh, is still very active on Instagram and, and other um, kind of forms, but if you want to check out his work, then I believe you can do so at Ryan Ellis Design. Um, and so, yeah, highly, highly recommended from me in that sense. So, yeah, that's one of the kind of key sort of elements to LSBJJ is that I want there to be no real politics to things. Um, I want it to be that people can, in essence, you know, dip in and out if they want to, if they want to visit from other places, but also if they want to find a kind of a bit more of a regular home in the sessions, then they, they can do that as well. Um, a part of what I want to do going forwards is also to do a little bit more in terms of supporting the BJJ Globetrotters Network. I find their sort of um, ethos uh, very, very appealing. I uh, 
I'm yet to attend one of their camps, but I am hopeful to do so in the near future. Um, it's, again, one of them things I've got to... You've got to get down to actually ticking off now. I've been meaning to do it for a while and then COVID come, came around and so that put a lot of hold on things. So um, I need to do that. I've also offered a little bit of support to, um, a very minor support at the moment to Christian in terms of another project that he's put together as part of BJJ Globetrotters, uh, which is a online teaching resource called teachingbjj.com whereby contributors put together videos, not so much just around the regular sort of day-to-day bit of, you know, classes and how to, you know, teach a certain technique, but how to effectively run sessions. So kind of, you know, how to effectively get um, people learning, you know, different types of learning, whether someone's a visual learner, whether someone's an auditory learner, whether someone's a kinesthetic learner, and whether they're a mix of those things, how to kind of identify those and how to best teach in order to suit those particular individuals it also covers uh, things where guys feel they can offer expertise on you know setting memberships together and how best to synchronize your um you know your 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 data and things what apps to potentially use and what kind of um you know booking systems to use and that sort of thing uh so there's a huge resource that he's putting together there's a lot of um stuff already on there and there's an awful lot more to come because of course the project was slowed a little bit in terms of uh, again that nasty covid that came around but people i know are getting back to doing things and i also need to do the same so i will be trying to put some time aside in order to upload some more content on there for him and for that particular site so if you want to have a check out of that then please do so teachingbjj.com there's a lifetime membership i believe that's available at the moment which is a, a case of, a I think it's a couple of hundred dollars. And um, I, like I say, I know that may be a particular outlay for some, but bearing in mind that this is going to be a resource that will continually grow, I think it will be something that will be useful for any you know, kind of martial arts uh, school owners or anyone you know, serious about teaching for the, for the long term. I know that he's done a lot of uh, good work with different projects in the past, and I'm sure that this will be much the same. Not because of my contribution, but because of uh, all the other contributors that are on there. There are lots of uh, well-known names on there, so feel free to check them out and um, see what the videos can kind of do for you. So, yeah, that's what say LSBJJ wants to sort of be. Um, I want it to be a, a good, fun environment for people as well. I would really love the idea to kind of carry through as a chat that I was having with one of the guys and that last sentence made absolutely no sense did it I wanted to have that to carry through I'll tell you what scrub that last sentence what I would really like (laughs) is for a conversation that I had with one of my guys who attended class recently to really come through is that better sense you know what I'm talking about anyway I was chatting to one of the guys and he said this and it would be really nice if that carried on (laughs) he said that the kind of uh, atmosphere was one whereby even if he was injured and you know unable to train then he would still want to come along and just spend time at the you know at the class just to sit and watch or just to see the guys and have a bit of a laugh and I would really you know enjoy that being a, a a kind of key motivator for people as well that even if they're you know felt particularly tired even if it's you know oh, I can't do it I, 
I'm, I'm too knackered, I've had too long a day at work, I've been hodding too many bricks or, you know, <laughs> whatever the day has brought or I've had too many, um, you know, office arguments to, to kind of really get my head around doing all my platters tonight, uh, physically anyway, that at least there would still be that focus to think, no, do you know what, I'm still going to go to the club, I'm just going to take a coffee along, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to have a chat with Sean and Luke and I'm going to have a laugh with the boys and then we're going to watch the technique and I'm going to still get some benefit out of it that way. Um, so yeah, I want to have a you know kind of a very open, very uh, non-affiliatory uh, feel to things. No politics, no BS. Um, I think one of the the key um, lines I've sort of been using, I come up with it very inadvertently, probably in a discussion with Sean or someone else, was to um, turn up, struggle, cuddle, learn, laugh, leave. That's the uh, the kind of key bits that I want to happen when you come along for an LSBJJ class. Um, that'll probably change over time and I'll come up with a really fancy, snazzy slogan. But um, for the time being, that's, that's what we're looking at. Turn up, struggle, cuddle, learn, laugh, leave. Um, sounds ideal to me. So, yes, what else has been happening? Um... I got back from a Canada trip, as I say, about a week or so ago. Uh, I think I'm right in my timeline there. Yeah, well, yeah, probably literally a week, um, which was a little bit of a kind of impromptu uh, visit. It had been in the planning stage for some time, but of course, with, again, COVID, it was potentially going to be put back and had to change a, a date around um, at the last minute, but uh, managed to get over there, like I say, which was predominantly for a family member's birthday. It was a 30th birthday, so I wanted to uh, really make the effort to get over there and um, give uh, give Anthony a bit of a surprise, which I did, and I think it went very, very well. Um, he certainly was clueless to the fact that I was going over there. Um, turned up at the uh, meal that he was having with the rest of the family, and um, yeah, he... Uh, he had a, a look of shock on his face. So uh, that was great. It was great to spend a few days with them. It was, uh, like I said, really nice to to see them. As uh, Some of them we'd been lucky enough to see fairly recently in that they had been able to uh, make it over to the UK as well. Um, but uh, like I say, other members of the, the particular side of my family I hadn't seen for, for a long period of time and um, probably actually since my wedding. So, yeah, that was uh, really nice for, for that to um, see them and also to see their new dog as well. So all, all sorts of uh, nice reasons for, for that. I um, stayed in a hostel, actually, for the first few days, which was a first for me. I'd never stayed in a hostel before. Um, and during those first few days, I'd, like I say, I'd planned for it to potentially be uh, quarantining. You know, I didn't know whether I'd have to do certain things and so on. And my wife was unable to make it in terms of just not being able to get time away from work because you're all aware the healthcare service is very very busy at the moment so she uh, needed to stay home for for this particular trip so I thought while it's just me we'll have a little bit of an adventure and um, you know take up that potential to stay in the hostel which was actually really really nice um I uh, highly recommend Canmore downtown hostel if anyone's ever kind of you know tripping around and want to you know visit Canmore and Banff those those kind of areas of Canada they're really really beautiful um and Canmore downtown hostel is a really lovely place to stay but it's also a a little bit cheaper so if you're trying to save a little bit of money on on uh, your accommodation then that would be really really uh, a good uh, kind of thing for you to look into I think 
the shared dorms were really clean. Everyone was really nice and, and really quiet, actually, for what I was uh, kind of thinking a hostel would be. Uh, facilities were all really you know, clean and the staff were really lovely as well. So it was, a, like I say, a positive all-round experience. I'm under no illusion that that might have been a bit different had I been staying in a hostel in, say, the middle of Ibiza uh, or something like that. It might have been a bit more like a kind of party central. But, um, yeah, for Canmore, it was, it was really, really lovely. And of course, the view is just incredible. You can see that you know you're, you're kind of the foothills of mountains, and you just yeah, the, the views are absolutely fantastic. No better place to uh, be sipping on your your morning coffee to uh, to to you know get you get you awake and alert in the morning. But anyway, when I was over those first few days, they say because they were essentially spare, I managed to get a a good few days training in, and um, the chaps and ladies over at Canmore. Um, uh, Dark Horse Martial Arts were very, very kind in having me over. Um, also, even being so good as to allow me to show a few little techniques on, uh, I think it was the second night, it was there, might have been the third, I can't remember now. Um, but anyway, so they were you know, very kind enough to, uh, to, to host me for those couple of days. So thank you for that, guys. Thank you, uh, Travis. Thank you, Carter and all the team, if you are listening in. Um, it's those guys that I, um, that I say really want to have a chat to in a future episode to go over the particular um, class format that they had. It was really interesting for me to see. I say it's not something that I've experienced uh, myself in uh, in terms of UK sort of sessions, and um, it's a little bit more akin to kind of how study is done, I suppose, at university level um, and at college level as well, I suppose. Um, but it was just really interesting to see their kind of take on, on putting this this particular session together, and they do that regularly um, as part of their their. You know, ongoing timetable and things, so it'd be good to, to have a chat with them and uh, get them to perhaps uh, highlight that a little bit for you. Um, let's say if you are ever in the Canmore area, they're really, really worth a visit, not just because of the you know nature of the jiu-jitsu, but they're also really nice guys and girls, are very uh, hospitable and very accommodating, so uh, please do pop along and see them. Of course, I think Travis is still running his podcast as well, so it's the Sleepless Mind as well as having his own Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu podcast now as well, which I believe is uh, the name under the name of Coach Travis, which you should be able to find if you search through, and I will certainly uh, be um, able to point you in the direction if needs be. So just drop me a, a message on Instagram, and I'll be able to show you the uh, links to that if need be, if that's of your interest. I realise I've done a lot of plugging in this, haven't I? I've done a lot of, well, this is this, and this is this. Uh, your... Ongoing podcasts are now sponsored by... No, no, I'm joking. Um, these are just genuinely things that I think might be interesting for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you find me interesting and you've listened in this far, then hopefully these uh, these other elements of uh, podcasting and these other links to clubs and things will be useful for you. So, you know, I, uh, I do hope you find benefit in them. I'm not trying to upsell you anything. But, um, you know, if you do buy their stuff or link to their videos, then uh, I get 10%. So uh, go along and do it right now. Thanks. That is, of course, a joke. I don't get 10% of anything. Um, I get 5% at best, but still better than nothing. Um, so, uh, like I say, do, do check them out if you, if you have the, the time and, the, and the, um, the motivation to do so. Yeah, so that's kind of all for today, really. Um, I didn't want to take too much of your time. It was just more of a case of just getting you used to listening to me once again and getting me back in the habit of doing these things. Going forwards, like I say, we have got a couple of plans in terms of um, people to speak to. So I've got a, a poet laureate that I'm going to be speaking to soon. I've got a 
um, a well-known martial artist who, again, will hopefully be on very, very soon as well. I've got a few ideas for different people to speak to as well in terms of just getting outreach from different topics in terms of, um, obviously, you know, Tim, who's a poet, but also other other areas of things as well. I want to try and speak to some teachers. I want to try and speak to some you know other areas of profession as well, just to let's say make things as as kind of um, wide reaching as possible. Still with a, a feel for you know kind of martial arts experience, but also just getting some different takes on experiences and and life things that have been happening as well. So I will keep that all uh, upcoming for you. If you do have any particular suggestions, then please do feel free to get in touch. As I say, you are more than welcome to drop a like, follow, or a message into my Instagram account, which is jitsboy. Um, I also have, of course, an email address whereby you can drop some emails over with suggestions or ideas for things going forwards, which is jitsuboy at outlook.com. I do keep fishing around inside Instagram to get to the Jitsu Boy um, name, but someone has that already. So I have to uh, go with Jits Boy at the moment. I did have Jitsu Boy ages ago, and then I changed it stupidly. I think I was drunk. I was trying to edit something, and then I edited it wrong, and then I put Jits Boy, and yeah, Jitsu Boy got taken. Um, so there we are. Um, but yeah, that was the, the kind of original thing. And that's where the email came from. So email is jitsuboy at outlook.com. And then my Instagram handle is jitsboy. Um, yeah, so thank you again for listening. I hope this episode has been interesting for you. I hope it's been, um, you know, a, a welcome sound to, uh, to have me back. Um, thank you for all your support if you are returning thank you for your support if you are new Um, please do like and follow the podcast you can find it on spotify as well as you know kind of all your other main app um, bits to to follow i do have again a separate instagram account for the cauliflower chronicles podcast so do please feel free to give that a like and a, a share and stuff as well because that will all of course help the channel to grow that little bit more And um, yeah, it just remains for me to say thank you. And I will hopefully be speaking to you again very soon. I will also do um, another session with Sean in the coming weeks because uh, obviously doing more stuff with him. I think it's fairly poignant that you hear his voice again soon as well. I think last time we spoke um, together on this podcast, we were quite drunk. So we'll probably do the same again. We'll uh, we'll set it up for a Friday night and we'll um, get some beers in beforehand and we'll uh, put the world to rights then. In the meantime, thank you again for your support and speak to you very soon. And that's all from us for now at the Cauliflower Chronicles podcast.